Hello everyone and welcome to the 138th edition of Theater Shove It. I'm your host Greg and I'm here to give you my predictions of whether February's biggest releases will be a see it or a shove it based on the trailer. This is February's trailer talk. Now last month I was optimistic for the releases and I have since learned how very, very wrong I was. Hopefully I'll have better radar this month, so let's find out what my predictions are. Opening tomorrow, February 2nd, director Matthew Vaughn returns with another madcap action thriller. This is Argyle. Who are these people? Real-life spies. Why would they care about me? Because you're a goddamn fortune teller, Ellie. When you wrote your new book, actually happened, and you kicked a hornet's nest you didn't even know existed. I'm in some really big trouble, Mom. Oh, so now you're experimenting with drugs. I want all assets on them now. I need her to write the next chapter. God, I hate that cat. I'm on the fence about this one. On one hand, it looks like it could be non-stop action with many twists and turns and have you guessing throughout. But it also looks like it could be downright stupid. With a cast of Oscar winners and nominees including Sam Rockwell, Brian Cranston... Ariana DeBose, Samuel L. Jackson, as well as Henry Cavill and Bryce Dallas Howard, it could be one of those films that is very entertaining, but is kind of out of your memory a week after you watch it, but you still had a good time while you were watching it. Uh, Here I go again with being cautiously optimistic. I think this one will be a see-it, not in terms of quality necessarily, but in terms of entertainment value while you're at the movies. You know, mindless, stupid fun. I'll find out this weekend. Also opening tomorrow, February 2nd, a woman hears her biological clock winding down and decides to do something about it. This is Scrambled. When are you going to give me grandkids? Talk to your firstborn about grandchildren. I don't want him procreating. No. That's terrifying. Yeah, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. I don't have a man or any legit prospects. What have I ever done? Am I not suitable for life? You are very suitable for life. I feel like I'm running out of time. Are you seeing anyone now? I'm seeing everyone now. It's sort of an all-you-can-eat buffet. How old are you? Please say 32 or 33. Nellie? I'm 34. I want you to remember they can be a never never land never growing up never aging but those eggs they are this looks like it could be entertaining and I see June Diane Raphael in there and I loved her on Grace and Frankie so anytime she's on screen I will be happy but it looks like a kind of low budget independent comedy film that has decent performances and several funny moments based on the trailer I think it has potential to be an entertaining time at the movies, even though it's not a storyline that I can relate to in any way, shape, or form, but looks like something I would like, so I will say this is going to be a see-it. Opening Friday, February 9th, we get another take on the Frankenstein story with a twist. This is Lisa Frankenstein. Are you hot burning me? Lisa! Does he have more of a basketball bod or a football bod? He doesn't play sports. I tend to his grave. I talk to him. I wish I was with you. 
sounds really weird, Lisa. So this is written by Diablo Cody, who won an Oscar for writing the film Juno. So in terms of a screenplay, it's got some pedigree behind it. But the trailer tells the story of two films. It seems like it's a silly romantic comedy, but then it takes a very dark turn where the characters look like they seek revenge on their peers by having the Frankenstein monster kill them. So I'm not entirely sure. Catherine Newton, who you may know from the HBO show Big Little Lies, as well as Cole Sprouse, who played Jughead Jones on Riverdale, is in it. Um, so this will appeal to probably people in their late teens and early 20s. I want to be cautiously optimistic and say this could be entertaining as well, but I think I'm going to go with my gut on this one and say this will end up being a shove it. Opening Friday, February 9th, a prehistoric band of dwellers face an unknown enemy. This is Out of Darkness. This looks like a prehistoric horror film, and from what I've heard about it, it's a completely made-up language. The trailer makes it seem like it's going to be terrifying with a lot of jump scares, which may be the case, but I'm not sure how earned they will be. My instinct is telling me that this is going to end up being boring. The raves that flash across the screen in the trailer come from sources I've never heard of, and I'm not going to fall for that again after the Founder's Day fiasco. That one got several glowing reviews before it went to the mainstream critics, and when I saw it, it was terrible. I'm going to err on the side of caution with this one as well and say that it is going to be a shove it. Also opening February 9th is Disney Pixar's re-release of Turning Red, which went straight to Disney Plus during the pandemic and is now getting its proper theatrical release. I won't make a prediction for it since I've already seen it, and I really liked it, but I wanted to let you know it is coming to theaters on that day. On Valentine's Day, February 14th, which is a Wednesday, the story of a legendary reggae artist hits the big screen. This is Bob Marley, One Love. It's a hit. Reggae is the people music. You know you're a superstar. I am a superstar. You can't separate the music and the message. You see, reggae music comes to unify the people. Not everyone likes what you're saying. For your own safety, you need to stop. This looks like it could be good. I do like a good biopic, as long as it's not a cradle-to-grave one that covers too much material and is instead just a small amount of time. If this focuses on just a short era of his life, I think I will enjoy it. Actor Kingsley Ben-Adir stars as Bob Marley, and I really enjoy him as an actor, as well as Lashana Lynch, who is his wife, Rita, in the movie. So I think these two are very capable actors and will lift this to be a decent biopic. However, part of me is cautioning myself with that because if it was really so great, I think they would have released it during awards season and maybe hoped that he or she picked up some Oscar nominations, but that remains to be seen. For now, I think it will be a see it. (laughs) 
Also opening on February 14th, Dakota Johnson joins the Marvel family in Madam Web. A week ago, I spent my life racing against time. I'm going to help you out today, okay? Trying to save people who are running out of it. Until one moment changed everything. I really like Dakota Johnson, which is certainly not something I said at the beginning of her career, but she has really developed into quite a capable actress, especially in dramatic roles. I'm not sure how she will be when it comes to being an action hero. That remains to be seen. I'm kind of over superhero movies at the moment, and I don't think this one is going to change that, although it does give me vibes more along the lines of Shang-Chi, which I loved, rather than the Marvels, which I did not. But considering recent superhero movies, I'm going to be safe and say I think this one is going to be a shove-it. I do hope I'm wrong, though. On Friday, February 16th, a military operation goes wrong. This is Land of Bad. We're going after a CIA asset that's been captured. Is this your first mission in theater, JTAC? Second. Do me a favor. Keep up. The last thing we need in this office is to save your ass. (laughs) The hell are these guys? Local militia. Yo, hand over in five. I'm ready. I have your eyes on the sky and the bringer of doom. Subtle. I got movement. We got a situation. RPG, 12 o'clock. Incoming. Weapons away. This stars Liam Hemsworth, Milo Ventimiglia, Ricky Whittle, and Oscar winner Russell Crowe. I have actually already watched this one thanks to Regal's Monday mystery movie, so look for my review the week it comes out. Rounding out the month on February 23rd, two-time Oscar winner Hilary Swank is a good Samaritan. This is Ordinary Angels. My name is Sharon. I'm just a ticked-off hairdresser with a sweat and headache. I'm good at plenty of things. Taking no for an answer ain't one of them. You just wandered into a lady you never met before his funeral. Why exactly? Something about that little girl. She's just five and she already needs a liver transplant. Sharon, remember me? Yes, ma'am. So she's going to help out a few nights a week. Mom, I met this woman. She's a mess. Perfect. Just fill that in. This film was originally scheduled to be released on October 13th of last year, but was pushed back due to the strikes. It seems to be a true story about a hairdresser who somehow helps a man in her town with his child who appears to either be dying or at least critically ill, needing a liver transplant, I think it said. Swank is generally very good in everything she does, regardless of the quality of the film. This does look like it's going to be schmaltzy and emotionally manipulative, and the trailer makes it seem like it's a knockoff of Aaron Brockovich, minus the charm and the prestige. I usually resent movies like that if they don't earn the emotion, so I think this is going to be like that, and that it is going to be a shove-it. And finally, on February 23rd, two friends inadvertently get caught up in a crime ring. This is Drive Away Dolls. 
I'm leaving town. I am too. That was my plan. Where are you going? Tallahassee, Florida. I've been unhappy. That's why we take this trip together, honey babe. We get our act together together. Curly's drive away. Pennsylvania's most trusted name in car delivery. Curly here. Don't call me Curly. And your name Curly? My name is Curly. We just met. It's too familiar. We're here for the car. Wait a minute. You call with a drop-off in Tallahassee, and then these broads come in and say they're ready to go to Tallahassee. They drive the car instead of you. Is that bad? Bad if they find the goods. This is another one that was impacted by the strikes. Originally scheduled to be released on September 22nd, this is written and directed by Ethan Cohen, one half of the great Cohen brothers, the team behind Fargo and No Country for Old Men. This looks like it is very funny, and with a great cast including Margaret Qualley, Geraldine Viswanathan, Oscar winner Matt Damon, and current Oscar nominee Coleman Domingo. The characters look to come upon a heist when they are mistakenly given a getaway car. When I was looking for the original release date, I saw that this is only 84 minutes. And if that is accurate, that says to me that it might be a tightly written comedy that moves along nicely. And the fact it's about two lesbians going to Tallahassee, where my governor lives, that makes me want to see it even more, even if it's fiction. I think this will be a see it. So that's it for this month's episode of Trailer Talk. Thank you so much for joining me again. I'm grateful for all of your support. Support your local theaters by going to see some of the movies I reviewed this month and make plans to see some of the movies that are coming out. While you're at it, share my podcast with your movie and TV-loving friends and family, and you can drop me a line at seatorshoveit at gmail.com and follow me on Instagram and letterboxd at seatorshoveit. Like and rate me wherever you get your podcast. If you haven't already listened to last week's episode, go ahead and do that while you have this app open. And come back next week when I bring you my thoughts on Argyle and Scrambled. Thanks again, everyone, and have a great weekend. This episode of Cedar Shove It was recorded and produced in Orlando, Florida. Music by Mysterio Music. All rights reserved. <laughs>